I just love being outside. There's so many things to do this time of the year. I don't want to spend a lot of time cooking. And that's why I love Factors. No prep, no mess meals. Head to Factormeals.com slash Bands50 and use the code Bands50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Bands50 at Factormeals.com slash Bands50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. At one time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores. When we left off last week, Milton Roop and his captor, Beverly, a mysterious woman with a penchant for shackles and soap operas, were watching the local news unfold live. And like the rest of Gamote Point, she was gobsmacked to discover that not only had Milton been declared dead by local authorities, but that a murder had taken place at the town's local dive joint, Distractions. What will happen next? Let's listen in. Turn it up! I can't see anything! Hold on, Milty! Milton! Damn it! Now, shh! It's back on! This is Piper Wells, coming to you live from the local watering hole known as Distractions, where police are reporting the discovery of a dead body. Oh! The press conference is about to start. Hello. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming today. My name is Police Captain Agnes Brody, and I'm going to make this brief. At exactly 700 hours this morning, the body of a 36-year-old man was found behind the bar at the Gamote Point establishment known as Distraction. Based on our initial analysis, It appears the victim died from a single gunshot wound to the head. Out of respect to his family, we are not releasing the victim's name or identity at the current time, but we expect to have more information pending the medical examiner's findings. For now, we are asking anyone with information related to this case to please contact the Gamote Point Police Department. Thank you, and Godspeed. Well, you heard it. Although the police department is not releasing information about the murder victim, a photo of the crime scene, taken by our intern, has just been leaked to the internet. Do you know this man? What's going on? Are they showing his picture? What does he look like? Tell me, dammit! Milty, I already warned you! Language! Ouch! Calm down, it's just an electric toothbrush. My taser's charging in the garage. Lady, you need to let me go. Now ask again. Nicely this time. The murder victim. What does he look like? He's a cutie, all right. Even with that neat little forty-five carved smack in the middle of his forehead. Can you describe him, please? Like I said, handsome, steely blue eyes. Dark hair. Looks like a movie star. Kind of like if Adam Driver and Brad Pitt had a baby. That's ridiculous. Men can't have babies. Well, you go and tell that to Neil Patrick Harris and David Bertka. Come to think of it, now that I'm looking at him, there's something about that man. Well, this is odd. He looks like a perfect clone of you. Without the bullet hole, and a couple years shaved off, of course. Oh my goodness. What is it? Bedpan full again? 
Mikael? Who? I really am dead. Meanwhile, back at Distractions, Agnes and her team are collecting evidence just as Rhonda arrives. Ma'am, you can't Let me through! Rhonda, I told you to meet me at the station. You can't be here. The hell I can't. Where is he? Where's my Miguel? Please, Rhonda. Where is he, Agnes? I need to see him. Okay, okay. You win. Guys, lift the sheet. Oh my goodness. Miguel, my angel. Struck down in the prime of your life. Rhonda? Uriah! I came as soon as I heard. I'm so sorry. My God, Miguel! I can't believe it. Who would have done this, Uriah? Miguel didn't have any enemies. He was the best bartender this town has ever seen. His vodka martini, it was legendary. Two olives with a twist. Who could have felled such a gentle soul? I don't... I just don't know. Normally I'd have blamed Grandfather, but he's... Oh, God, you've just reminded me. Milton! I know. It's hard to believe Milton's gone, too. Hard to believe? Impossible. The cops confirmed it. I'd heard he'd escaped from jail, but I just assumed, you know, that he helicoptered out to Switzerland or Brazil, one of those countries where they welcome war criminals with parades and marching bands. Dead isn't a good look for Milton. He wouldn't have any of it. I need to sit down. Bartender, get me a... (laughs) Oh, Rhonda. I can't imagine what you're going through. First, your former lover and current husband Milton is gone. Then you learn Milton's exact clone, your current lover Miguel, has been brutally gunned down in cold blood. What does this all mean? I clearly have a type. Rhonda, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we we have to get the Vic, uh, Miguel... To the corners. Sure, Agnes. Move him out, fellas. Wait! What is it? His bracelet! What are you talking about, Rhonda? His bracelet. It's not on his arm. He never, ever went anywhere without it. Someone had to have taken it. Maybe it was the killer. It could be a clue. Meanwhile, back at the Roop Mansion... Lorna, still reeling from the revelation that Milton had changed his will without letting anyone but his lawyers know, turns to her longtime friend, Psychic Cassandra, for answers. Cassandra, I can't thank you enough for supporting me during this tumultuous time. Of course. I could feel it in my bones that you needed me. So off I went. Incredible. It's been years, hasn't it? Too many. Can I ask, where did you go? Ah, Lorna, my truest, dearest friend. It's a long story. Not to dredge up ancient history, but I never understood why you just left like that. I was pregnant. I needed your friendship, and Yvonne, well, he was crushed by your decision to just up and leave. And then your son. You left your son. I don't get it. I'd had a dream. I was strolling along the paths of scenic canals, passing red lights, and enjoying the comforts of something called Kush. It was a beacon, and I was helpless to resist the siren's call. 
so I went to Denmark. But to leave everything and everyone? Ah, yes. Regret is a bitter pill. But in Denmark, I became the country's most esteemed psychic. I did readings for the rich, the famous, even the prime minister. Wars were waged, countries conquered, all based on my say-so. Are we still talking about Denmark? It was a mystical journey of the soul. But what happened? Why did you come back to Gamote Point? And why now? That, my friend, is a story for another time, another place. But now, you must fill me in on your life. Where do I start? Daddy was right about Milton. If only I'd listened. The son of a son of a snake oil salesman can't help but have slimy intent running through his veins. We were married thirty years. During the whole time, he had more mistresses than I had Botox shots. That scoundrel! Oh, it gets worse. He never wanted me to have power. He never wanted me to have any say in the future of Roop Pharmaceuticals. Disgusting! His one concession was allowing me to buy and build Luna Cosmetics. What a controlling monster! I know, right? Like he could placate me with some mom-and-pop startup stand, just because it's on the Nasdaq. So I rang a bell on Wall Street. Big whoop. He was never good enough for you, Lorna. I tried to warn you. We all did. All I ever wanted was Milton's love. All he wanted was a trophy wife and a vessel to spit out airs like some kind of t-shirt cannon. Which I did, mind you, as dutifully as I could. Oh, yes. Dear Harlan, how is he? Not well, I'm afraid. He was killed in a casino bombing. Killed? I'm so sorry, Lorna. You must have been devastated. Your only child. It was crushing. But my darling grandson, Uriah, he helps keep his memory alive. Bless the children. Bless them all. I have a granddaughter by Harlan. Really? Thankfully, Harlan never married that Indiana Jones groupie who bore his child. What was her name? Karen, something or other. But, but yes, my granddaughter is blood, so the girl is well cared for. I would expect no less. Her name's Melissa. I don't see her much, though. She's sixteen and away at a boarding school. It's called Miss Hall's Military School for Girls. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, yes. I hear it's one of the most brutal of all the finishing schools in the country. Yes, well, as the saying goes, nothing but the best for a roop. Well, if she's anything like you were at that age. <laughs> oh, Cassandra, it's so good to have you back in my life. Will, will you do a reading for me? With pleasure. What's your poison? Tarot? Palm? Crystals? If you have a snow globe around here, we can commandeer it into a crystal ball. Oh, I don't know. Whatever you think. Okay. Let's start with this. Give me your hands. Here you go. Hmm. Hmm. What's happening? Shh. Hmm. Hmm. I feel something. 
Sorry about my cuticles. My manicure is the worst. No, it's Milton. I sense him. There's a toxic big male energy in this room. I'm nearly suffocating on it. Are you okay? Do you need some vodka? His spirit is enveloping me. He is with us. He's suffering. He's in pain. Agony. Suffering, did you say? Pain? Is he flying coach? Are they feeding him vegan food? Are they making him watch Happy Days reruns on a loop? Bring it on, afterlife. That man deserves the rings of hell. No, no. You don't understand. Milton's eternal soul is trapped between this world and the next. Oh. Lorna, this is a breakthrough. Don't you understand? No, not really. Listen to me. Ouch, you're squeezing my hands. Don't you see? Your happiness, your freedom, your chance to fully realize your life's true potential. Get everything you desire. It's all within your reach. You can be made whole again. I can? Yes. But first, you'll need to free yourself of Milton's toxic grasp. You need to release his tortured soul to its rightful place. And there's only one way to do that. What is it? Tell me. I'll do anything. While Lorna waits for her reading to finish, Virginia Miranda, who was humiliated by Captain Brody after she asked the police chief for a job, returns home from the grocery store with diapers, formula, and egg on her face. I'm home. Elise? Hey, perfect timing. I just got her down. Hey, did you remember to pick up the rotisserie for dinner? Oh, no. You forgot? Oh, there goes the dinner. I'm sorry, babe. I got turned around. What are you talking about? At the store. I bumped into Captain Brody. Well, actually, she almost ran me over. I put some feelers out about the job. And? She wasn't entirely like, email me your resume on Monday. Well, maybe that's because she knows how talented you are. No resume needed. Look at me. I went from a hairdresser to an executive at Luna Cosmetics. You think I'd gotten that job if I had to turn in a resume? I guess. Maybe you could look at it that way. The way I see it, they'd be lucky to have you. You think? Are you kidding me? With your connections, you're like the hugest underworld influencer. Who else in Gamote Point is on a first-name basis with every drug lord in town? Whatever. It's, it's no big deal. Right. And you just happen to know every bookie, fencer, and trafficker on the East Coast. That kind of network, it takes years to build up. I suppose. See... That's my point. You're totally overqualified for this gig. I am? I wouldn't be surprised if they skipped the whole rookie part and just crowned you detective or sergeant straight off. God, Elise, what did I ever do to deserve someone like you? I don't know, but maybe we can figure it out over some chicken kum pao and pork lo mein. How about this? I'll call for takeout, you light the candles. Okay, but those candles might have to wait a hot second. I love you, Elise. Whatever happens, I promise we'll make this work. Back at Distractions, Uriah continues to comfort his friend Rhonda 
as she watches the local CSI team roll Miguel out on a gurney. Uriah, what do I do now? I don't know, but whatever happens, I'll be there for you. Thanks, Uriah. You're such a good friend. You've always been. Uriah? What? Are you kidding me? Okay, I'll be there. What's wrong? Grandmother's off her meds again. Lorna's called an emergency board meeting. Oh boy, there's no telling what she's got up her sleeve. <clears throat> Excuse me again, Rhonda, Uriah. Hate to interrupt, but I'd like you to meet someone. This is Dimitri Cassadine. Hello, Dimitri. And you are... Dimitri. Dimitri Cassadine. He's the new manager of Distractions. Owner, actually. I bought the bar at auction. You're kind of a big guy for the bar business. Anyone ever tell you you've got kind of a Vin Diesel thing going on? Yeah, well, for a while we shared the same trainer. Really? Yeah, well, I was in the gym game for a minute on the left coast after I sold my startup to Google. Google? But after taking a particularly transformational hot yoga retreat in the valley, I decided to downshift, get back to basics, my roots. So I sold my gyms, and here I am. Look, Dimitri, if you don't mind, that's a great story, and next time you're on Shark Tank, let us know. We'll totally tune in. But right now, we're sort of in the middle of a family tragedy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sound insensitive. I didn't think you sounded insensitive at all. Well, yeah. A man's been shot. The father of your babies, remember? And my uncle, of sorts. So, Dimitri, good luck on the bar. And the yoga thing. But I'm sure Captain Brody has a ton of actual important questions. You know, for her murder investigation. As it turns out, Uriah, Mr. Cassadine had recently installed security cameras at Distractions. He has footage of everything that's happened in this bar over the last 24 hours. Are you saying we might have Miguel's killer on tape? There's only one way to find out. Will Agnes, Rhonda, Dimitri, and Uriah find the murderer on the security camera footage? Will Milton find a way to escape Beverly's clutches? Can Lorna make herself whole by following Cassandra's advice? The answers to these questions and more will be discovered next week on Restless Shores. This episode of Restless Shores was written by Marla Sukor, Gene Phillips, and Sally Kent. It was directed by Tom Hinton and produced by Marcia Hinton and New Meadows Media. Milton Roop was played by Zach Hogkamp. Beverly was played by Kathy Counts. Piper Wells was played by Marcia Taylor. Agnes Brody was played by Katrina Loof. The police officer was played by Tom Hinton. Rhonda Roop was played by Denise Shannon. Uriah Roop was played by Nathan Austin. Lorna Rios was played by Sally Kent. Cassandra Davies was played by Julie Scala. Elise Geltz was played by Becky Chase. Regina Miranda was played by Julie Poulin. Dimitri Cassadine was played by Patrick Bencato. I'm Chris Newcomb. We'd love to hear your feedback on the show. You can email us, or if you're feeling particularly generous, please leave us a rating at whatever app you're streaming. See you next time on Restless Shores.